editor's note. So since recording of this podcast, some things have changed. Uh, Stream TV has partnered with BOE, and they've also started to actually have a deal with IQH to sell the TVs with this Ultra D technology. So uh, these TVs um, right now, they exist, um, and they cost for a 65-inch 4K display with Ultra D technology, it's 3500 And I'll put a link in the info box so you could go see more information about the um, partnership with BOE and IQH3D. So those links will be in the box below. Now, on to the show. Let's go watch it in 2D. No, let's go watch it in 3D. But if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? Hello, this is Adolf Vega with... Leo Riley. And who... Who are you? <laughs> I am the Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Screen TV Networks, a company based out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Okay, great. So let's uh, do a quick introduction to what your company does, so that way everyone knows at home or listening knows who you are and what, what's going on. Stream TV is a technology and solutions company, We're, as I said, based in Philadelphia, but we are a global footprint with offices in uh, Los Angeles, London. Uh, in Eindhoven and then Netherlands, Paris, France, in Beijing, China, in Taipei, Taiwan, and uh, also uh, with uh, contract offices in Vancouver and San Diego. So we're pretty we're spread out pretty far all over the globe uh, because that is the way the economy works these days. So we are we are everywhere. Okay. So what does Stream TV uh, do? What is the uh, TVs that you guys make? Well, the technology that we have is called Ultra D. Uh, Ultra D is a glasses-free 3D technology that applies both to hardware and to content. Um, we've uh, just came from a pretty exciting CES show this year where we featured our 4K glasses-free 3D displays, and behind closed doors, we actually showed our first 8K glasses-free 3D display, uh, uh, Ultra D display, which was uh, a groundbreaking uh, feat for everyone. And I think uh, everybody who saw it uh, mentioned that it was just a game changer for the industry. So we're really excited about it. Okay, so that seems like magic. How do you guys do glasses-free 3D? Well, we have a, a couple of things. As I mentioned earlier, the technology involves both hardware and software and not to get too complicated. Uh, in uh, basically, we create an optical uh, film that layers onto a standard panel. The panel can be uh, LCD, LED, plasma, OLED. And panel sizes can range anywhere from a small four-inch phone up to our current capacity size of 75-inch. The resolution of the panel it does not matter. We prefer 4K and higher because of the pixel count. We like to use a lot of pixels for our depth information. Uh, on the, on the uh, display. So uh, the hardware is, again, an optical film with a rendering chip uh, embedded as well. So those are the two main components to the technology uh, that we create. When you take it to the content, we actually have a what we call a file format. The format is called Ultra-D, and it basically delivers an Ultra-D signal 
to the rendering chip that's involved. And the rendering chip is basically processes the, that information into pixels and it sets it, sends it to the panel uh, and works in conjunction with the optics that are there to create a glasses-free 3D viewing experience. Now, many big television manufacturers have given up on 3D TVs and don't do it. So why do you think your, succeed, your product will succeed when they haven't? Well, their barriers to entry, as I call it, uh, they had a couple of problems. And uh, one of the main concerns was the fact that you had to wear glasses, uh, which limited the audience. So if you, you went to somebody's home and you want to watch a 3D movie and there were 10 or 12 people that came over and you had four pairs of glasses, what do you do? So you're really limited on what you could uh, provide from a viewing experience. A uh, funny story, a friend of mine had bought a 3D TV and wanted to watch the Super Bowl in 3D, invited a big party over and uh, found out they only had four pairs of glasses with 20 people. So that uh, kind of defeated the purpose of uh, watching it in 3D. So uh, that uh, that's a main uh, reason why, uh, at the home at least, the 3D failed. Secondly was the availability of content. There were a very limited number of titles available in a 3D format for use at home, playing through a Blu-ray player or DVD player at the time. So we have addressed both of those obstacles uh, obviously, with the glasses-free 3D experience, you throw away the glasses, they're not needed. Uh, you can have as many viewers as you want. We have a wide 140-degree viewing angle, which means that uh, as you look at the center of the display, spread it out 70 degrees each side, it means that's a huge area to cover, and uh, you're not limited on the number of people that could, could take a look. From the content perspective, uh, not only do we have our format called Ultra-D, which will be of the future of uh, a 3D uh, content delivery to screens, but also we have what we call real-time conversion, which allows us to convert any content, whether it's 2D or 3D with glasses, into our Ultra-D format. So you can watch any Blu-ray, any cable show, uh, any uh, anything over the web, uh, anything that, that's uh, streamed can be converted in real-time to a glasses-free 3D format for viewing on an Ultra-D-enabled screen. That sounds awesome. <laughs> It is. <laughs> Are you wizards? It's magical, man. Uh, actually, uh, we have a lot of smart guys uh, that came from a lot of different parts of the industry. Uh, we have the most, I, what I think is the uh, most 3D uh, experience in the world uh, in this category. So I really think you may call us wizards. I call them scientists and doctors. Well, uh, uh, okay. Now, actually, some more questions about the TVs yourself. Um, you know, a big thing right now is high dynamic range or HDR. Do Ultra D uh, monitors or TVs have that capability? We do. We actually, uh, well, that's actually a feature of the panel. So if the panel provides it and the uh, and the delivery is, is allowed, we can work within the in the HDR uh, formatted television uh, displays. That's not a problem. We're really, uh, like I said before, agnostic to the type of display and the um, technology within the display itself. Uh, so an HDR enabled display, we can integrate properly with it. Okay, great. And you said 4K and you're going to 8K too. So you're future proofing of this. This is not going to be, you know, for today, 2018, this is going to be for like 2020 and forever. You know, this is a future in here, right? Yeah. Like I said, Adolf, we, we, we love pixels. I mean, that's, that's our life. Uh, the human eye can only see so many pixels. Uh, and realize the benefit of it. So you know, when you go out and buy a 4K TV or any, even the new 8K TVs and in the future, probably 10K or 16K, whatever it is, the human eye can really only perceive 
just over 2 million pixels. So that means that when you're watching an HD program, that's about as good as your eyes can see at uh, the distances that we view content. So uh, when you go to 4K, which is 8 million pixels, knowing that, uh, first of all, your, your eyes can't appreciate the extra pixels, and secondly, the content is there is only 1080p, so that means there's you're using 2 million pixels for the data that's on a 1080p file, and 6 million pixels are kind of wasted. So we use those 6 million pixels for, to build our depth data, so that really what is the key, that we love to eat those pixels up with depth data, and the more pixels, the better the depth. So that's uh, it all works in a principle that uh, can be uh, uh, reactive to the uh, pixel count on the, on the display. Okay. Uh, now, one thing that I'm very interested in is video games. And I have Nintendo Switch. And a lot of people at home have PlayStation 4 or Xbox. Can you play those systems on the uh, Ultra T uh, D TV and see them in 3D? That's a great question, Adolf. There, yes, you can. I will give one caveat, though, because of the, we have to go through our real-time converter. There is a, uh, a degree of lag, and I know video game guys don't like lag in their games, especially when it's first person or whatever. So there is a it, when in real-time conversion, there is roughly a two to three frame per second lag uh, to allow for the conversion algorithms to take place. Uh, we are always improving on that, and as we go forward, we will uh, drop that down as minimally as possible. But the, uh, the exciting part of this, uh, Adolf, is, is that we have been working directly with the major game developers in the market to create games in our Ultra D format. So that means that uh, in the future, uh, I can't name the title on the game developers, but you all know the big guys. Uh, they have all accepted our format as the future for a gaming experience. And once that's done, the light goes away because we're part of the game. I mean, you just enable an ultra deep portion of the game and you're off to the races. So it's it's a really exciting time, not only for stream TV, but for the industry with this stuff. Great, great. Now, this sounds very similar to uh, Nintendo's technology, which was the Nintendo 3DS and the new 3DS. They also yep. have uh, glasses free 3D screens, you know, smaller screens and not TV. You know, how similar or how different is it from ultra D? Well, there's a big difference because the Nintendo uh, product, the 3DS product, if you look at that little screen, they cut little slits. If you really look close to the screen, there's up and down. You can see almost little slits in the screen uh, that are going uh, uh, up and down. So when when they play their content, they're actually doing a left and right stereo signal. They're turning a signal on and off, and they're tricking your eyes, just like you would be wearing glasses. That's called parallax barrier technology. Uh, and that's been around for a long time. It's kind of similar to, uh, gosh, the old, uh, uh, I wouldn't say GAF Viewmaster stuff, but uh, maybe just past that. But in any event, uh, that's what they're doing. It's, it's really a play on uh, switching signals off left and right. Uh, and then uh, if you look at that Nintendo DS as well, you have to be dead on to really get a stereo or a good 3D look. Once you go off center, it distorts pretty bad. So uh, that's a, a kind of a result of that technology. We don't do that. What we do is we create depth of field into the screen. So we're not turning a signal off left and right. What we're doing is we're creating a multi-view platform. And what that means is that every time you look at that screen, no matter what within that viewing angle of the 140 degrees, you're always getting a stereo view. Your eyes are always seeing two views plus the depth. And that's that's the real trick is to be able to create that 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 
experience where there's no distortion, there's a clean sweep, just like you're looking in a natural, uh, out the window into a natural world, we give the same experience. And that's a big difference and it's much more comfortable and much more immersive. Awesome, awesome. So you guys mentioned like a sweet spot. So that, uh, you said 140 degree angle, you think? Yeah, so uh, yeah, traditionally in, in uh, glass-free 3D, they're what we, we call lenticular technology. So they basically created nine views as you went across the screen. And if if, if anybody kind of remembers or has seen this, you get a good spot, then you get a bad spot, a good spot, a bad spot, good spot, bad spot, as you kind of sweep across the screen. We have eliminated that, what, what we call a multi-view uh, technology. And it actually is a precursor to what a hologram will look like, the way we, we have created this, basically a light field principle across the screen. So it's, it's the precursor to what holograms will look like in the future. Awesome. <laughs> so um, when can regular people buy an Ultra D TV for themselves? Well, that's a, that's a good question too, because we are, you know, our business model as a company is to be an Intel inside business model, which means that we are a technology provider that we license technology to a device manufacturer. Uh, coming out of CES, uh, we have met with all of the major device manufacturers, and uh, we have confidence that many of them have embraced the technology and will integrate technology into their devices, whether it's a PC monitor, whether it's a, a larger format display, whether it's a phone, uh, that's all still being kind of weeded out by these guys. But I can tell you this, I, I, I'm a firm believer that one of the big brands will be to market by the end of this year or prior to Christmas of this year. 2018. Yes. Okay. Awesome. So um, it's not going to be like, you know, Ultra TV, TV, TV set. It will be like a Samsung, a Sony, all, Mitsubishi. All these different manufacturers will have the technology to do this. Is that right? Correct. Correct. We're not going to limit it to one person. This is going to be more like an, I, I hate to use the word Android, but Android's open. it's an open platform for all anybody to integrate properly with us. Okay. Now, how many people, let's say a family of four, you know, want to sit around the Ultra D TV, is that going to be a problem? You know, kids, oh, no, adults? no, not at all. Absolutely not. I mean, uh, like I said, that, that wide viewing angle, you can sit anywhere in the living room, family room, in the den, wherever, and uh, you see the same thing that, that your brother would see sitting next to you or your son would see sitting four feet, you know, in front of you or whatever. So there's no limitation on the number of viewers. That's awesome. Now, where can people actually see it for themselves if they want to see it in real life right now? Well, we have placements all over the world. So we have uh, displays uh, in China, in um, in London, in Paris, uh, in uh, the Netherlands. Here in the U.S., we have placements in specific uh, places like uh, Los Angeles, uh, in uh, Chicago, in uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, uh, actually in Austin and in Houston. Uh, we have placements in Atlanta, in New York City, in Philadelphia, in Bethesda, Maryland. In uh, up and up just north of Baltimore, we have uh, screens placed, and we're um, we're constantly uh, uh, adding locations for the public to be able to view these uh, and get a look at what we're doing. So, before you said that anything that you stream can be converted to 3D, that include like old things like I Love Lucy reruns. Absolutely, there's no there's no limitation on what can be converted. Uh, the only you know, the only uh, challenge is, is that, you know, it's almost like a garbage in, garbage out theory. So if the resolution of the source file is, you know, is low, say 480 or, you know, 540, 
you're going to have a, probably an okay experience. If you have a resolution of 720 or 1080, the experience gets much better, obviously. So one of the clips that we have shown in our, our uh, playlist has been um, It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, and that has, we actually did that and took it and converted it, and it looks phenomenal. Black and white films, for some reason, just have this captured as a great experience when you have the conversion done. So uh, we can convert anything uh, and any type of film, whether it's from uh, a stream or whether it's from even a Blu-ray. So it's it really looks awesome. So like brand new TV shows like The Flash, for example, just, you know, it's shot in HD. It is 1080p. That's going to look great. Yeah, it looks great. I actually uh, I actually experienced and watched House of Cards. Uh, on Netflix coming in, and, and obviously that was in 4K, and that looked phenomenal when we did the conversion. So it's it's all, you know, whether you have Apple TV, whether you have Google Chromecast, or whether you have, a, uh, you know, a Fire TV from Amazon or whoever, uh, it's all, they're all compatible. Uh, it's all fed through an HDMI connection to the display, and then it's uh, converted in real time. It looks, it's really impressive. So DVDs and Blu-ray discs, they're existing right now. If you just grab a DVD from the shelf, that's going to work? Yeah, as long as you deliver through the HDMI port. I mean, uh, DVDs are almost uh, antiques these days. It's more Blu-rays. So, yeah, Blu-ray players, uh, Blu-ray, uh, if you have 3D Blu-rays, even better. So uh, um, uh, one thing maybe I note with the, the technology is when you have a 2D Blu-ray or 2D source, we have a software algorithm that actually uh, looks at the 2D image coming in or the signal coming in and does depth depth estimations based on the uh, the uh, the content and it creates that depth field based on an algorithm when you have a 3d uh, a true 3d blu-ray the depth information is already embedded in the disc and it's much easier for us to extract it and create the depth so it looks a, a lot better so I, I would go garnish to say that a 2d conversion is more two and a half to two and three quarters 3d Versus a full 3D, which when you get the stereo, which which is the uh, with glasses content, it looks it looks great, phenomenal. Okay, so like if you have Avatar 3D Blu-ray, that's gonna look great. Oh yeah, absolutely, without question. And that is my favorite 3D movie by by default because I just love what the James Cameron did with that movie. I mean, I've seen all the 3D releases that have come out, and I still go back to Avatar. I just just for some reason I can relate to that. And, and the quality that uh, that Cameron did with that first uh, release. Okay. Um, do you have any future products you want to talk about now? Uh, sure, certainly do. We have, uh, you know, like I said, we are not limited to uh, a 65-inch 4K. Uh, I spoke to you about CES. We came out of CES with uh, a great, great uh, show. Uh, we had a major announcement made that uh, that the uh, people would probably want to know about. There's a company called BOE, which is Beijing Optoelectrical. They are the number two panel manufacturer in the world, number one in China. They're right behind LG as far as panel supply globally. They announced a joint partnership with us going forward for uh, our technology to be integrated in all of their 8K products as they build. So they are going to start launching 8K panels sometime in March, coming off their development line. And their plan is to integrate our technology in those panels for release to their brand partners. So that's re a really exciting news. They build panels not only in the large 8K 65 and 75 inch side, but they're also talking about PC monitor sizes and even phone sizes in uh, a, what they call a, a, a light version, which would be an eight, 8 million to 16 million pixel count 
panels for the smaller sizes. So we're really excited uh, with that opportunity. And that's going to lead to our uh, and help accelerate our brand integration that we spoke, spoke about earlier. So like 3D tablets or something that is possible? Yes, yes. We actually featured a, a 10-inch uh, 4K uh, 3D tablet display at CES, and uh, it looks phenomenal. It's a really close viewing angle, just viewing distance, just like you'd be holding a tablet in your hand. And I'm telling you, it was just, it just knocked your socks off when you looked at it. It was really phenomenal. Now, um, the cinemas right now, you know, Ultra D and IMAX are like big people that do 3D. Are you trying to t replace them or, or no? <laughs> oh, no. I, I think IMAX and Real D have uh, really positioned themselves uh, currently in the with glasses uh, format for the theaters. And that's, you know, that's going to continue for the foreseeable future. Uh, we're not obviously not looking to replace anybody, but create a new uh, viewer experience. Uh, our theater solution that we're working on is is still uh, you know a work in progress. So that uh, you know I wouldn't say uh, tomorrow it'll happen, but if within a, in, in, and within a few years, I think you will start to see uh, a glasses-free 3D experience in a theater in, in environment. And I think that's uh, you know, it's not too far off, but it's not tomorrow either. Now, um, I remember hearing that uh, James Cameron actually said that he would love to have Avatar 2 and 3 be in, you know, glasses-free 3D. So maybe you could work with him and have, you know, something like that. That'd be awesome. I'd love to do that. And that'd be a, uh, you know, if, 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 if that ever could happen, that'd be wonderful for our company and be wonderful for the consumer because that would be a way to really uh, launch a, a film that everybody is anticipating. Uh, in the future to uh, be able to see it in glasses-free 3D. I'm sure that uh, if that could happen, that would be uh, uh, great for everybody. Now, um, a lot of people, they may enjoy 3D, but they may not enjoy like a huge amount of 3D. So do you have like a slider technology or a way to adjust it? Oh, yeah. That's uh, one of the great features of our technology, which I'm sorry you waited till the end to talk about. I should have known earlier. But anyway, we have you, the user has the ability to adjust the amount of pop we call it which is basically adjusting the z-axis in and out so you know in a 2d world the 2d world works on an x and y axis if you remember geometry or mm -hmm. or, or your map uh, we actually use what we call the z plane which is the uh the plane in and out so that creates the depth plane so uh just like volume you could turn the depth plane up or turn it down so depending on the type of content depending on how your eyes are some people who wear glasses uh, may adjust accordingly, uh, or even kids who like a lot of pop, they will turn it all the way up. Some people who get older with their, with their eyes are strained, have had maybe some eye strain in the past, they turn it down a little bit. So it, it, it's fully user adjustable. I call it, it's a, it really becomes a my 3D experience. So the way you like 3D, you can watch it whatever way you like it. So it's, 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 it's a great feature. And uh, I think that, that that is, again, a game changer for what we're doing. Okay, great. Do you have anything else you want to mention? Well, yeah, I just want to say thank you for having me. Uh, I look forward to uh, speaking to you again. And if any of your uh, listeners have any questions or they shoot questions to you over the next few weeks after this uh, goes live, that uh, you reach out to me. And we're a very open and honest company. We'd like to answer questions and tell you exactly what our technology does what it doesn't do, and then what uh, you can expect from us in the future.
Cool, cool. Um, do you have any like stereo uh, people that actually like really study stereographic and stereoscopic three D and you know when they're making the product? You know. Oh uh, yeah, well our our like I said, our scientists and engineers and doctors that are uh, in Einoben on our research and development facility are 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 tops in the industry. Uh, a majority of them are professors from the universities in this in this technology, uh, and I think that we have, if I did the math right. We probably have close to 200 years of math experience in 3D, uh, and that's all we do in our research development facility is, is anything applied to glasses-free 3D, both in display technology and in the content technology. So we have a lot of, a lot of exciting projects on the table that are being worked on currently and a lot that are, are planned for the future, both in hardware and also in content delivery to the hardware. Okay, great. Uh, what 3D movie 2018 are you looking forward to the most? Well, is there a Star Wars movie coming out? <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, uh, Han Solo is going to come out. Um, yep. Yeah, I'll just read, a- you know, Jurassic World 2 is coming out this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd be anxious to see any of them. Anything that has uh, that, that is in the, in this in the realm of what we do, uh, I always enjoy seeing just to get an idea of what, what the possibilities are with a glass-free 3D. Uh, display that would uh, deliver that to a consumer. Okay, well, uh, thank you for your time. If you have any review uh, TVs to give out, I would love to review one of your machines. <laughs> we would certainly make that available to you, Adolf. That was something that we'll talk about offline. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you again for your time, and thank you for this great interview. I hope everyone enjoys this, and uh, I hope to keep re- reach out with you again in a few more months and see any updates and anything. Thanks, Adolf. Everybody check us out at www.ultra-d.com. All right. I'll have a link in the show notes. Thank you. Great. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D and Mr. Bingo5 for your financial support on patreon.com. So that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Links are in the info box. If you want to send us listener mail, our email address is email 3D or 2D at gmail.com. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.